fitness, right? If it's like their first time doing these types of long runs and doing a specific distance, whether it's 16 miles, 18 miles, 20 miles, right? Like that's not who we're talking about. Um, you know, usually not the first time marathoners. However, if it is a very well-accomplished half marathoner who is used to doing these types of runs, um, then they could, you know, benefit from this type of training. Are you constantly worried about getting injured or you don't know how to get faster as a runner and you want to continue to run for stress relief, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, the only place that provides you with training tips, injury recovery, and prevention tools with actionable strategies by experts in the running industry so you can develop a stronger running body and feel confident that you can overcome any obstacle as a runner. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid runner, running physical therapist and coach, educator, founder of Spark Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you've been told to stop running with an injury or you think coaching is just for fast runners. Learn more about our signature coaching program at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Every week on the show, we coach you to grow as a runner, just like the process of building a strong, durable home that will last a lifetime requiring little maintenance. The design and planning is your mindset. The foundation is your strength training. The framing is your run plan. The electrical and plumbing is your nutrition. The insulation, drywall, and flooring is your recovery. The landscaping and exterior is your race strategy. If you master the six parts of growing as a runner, your running will be strong and last long, hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Every week, we help a runner just like you build their dream home. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Before we get into this episode, if you are looking for a nutritional advantage to increase mental focus, strength, and endurance during those runs and decrease the recovery time between those hard effort sessions, you will want to check out Perform from the Amino Company. Later on in this episode, I will tell you more about Perform and how it can help you stay focused, get harder workouts in, and improve overall recovery on your journey of becoming a stronger, faster, lifelong, injury-free runner. Or you can check out the research for yourself at aminoco.com slash healthy runner. Are you tired of the same monotonous long runs? Do you ever feel like your training needs a little something extra to keep you motivated and excited? Are you not only looking to finish that half marathon or marathon, but you're looking to finish fast. Look no further. We have the solution for you to transform your long runs with a touch of spice. Welcome to episode 189 on the Healthy Runner podcast, where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. I have Coach Lou back on the show from our Healthy Runner coaching team to spice up your long runs with a touch of flavor. Welcome back on the show, Lou. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. 
Uh, we're excited to have you back. And yeah, fill us in on how has your Chicago Marathon training been going? You're about probably halfway through this uh, training cycle like I am for my goal marathon. How are things been going with that? It's the same weekend as your marathon. Yes, and indeed. I, I guess I can start with introducing myself. I'm Coach Lou here. And I'm a coach in the Spark team, and I'm a run coach and personal trainer. I run a, a lot of, I've been training different distances uh, from 5K, 10K, half marathon, half marathons, and I myself run different distances as well. And yeah, I get, I've been working with Dwayne and gave, have some, several episodes about advanced marathon training and different paces and today is we talk about a very important thing about uh, the long run with spice and yes i'm training for chicago marathon this year unfortunately my training is not going too well i guess some injuries so i have to adjust my goal that's the thing we we there's things happen so you change your goal so i may just enjoy the run and see how it goes. Yeah, no, that's a great point. We definitely always have to adjust, uh, for unforeseen circumstances. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry to hear that you haven't been feeling hundred percent healthy, uh, mm -hmm. during this training block. I know you've, you know, done some hard training in the past and, um, you did a lot of pacing of, mm -hmm. uh, different marathons over kind of in your off season. Um, so you got a lot of miles under those legs and mm -hmm. yeah, we'll definitely have to talk offline on, uh, what you've been feeling and what's going on, um, mm -hmm. from that standpoint. But I know we have a bunch of, uh, clients as well that are training for Chicago. Hopefully mm -hmm. all of their training is going well and, uh, you've been enjoying that. Yes. I'm so happy working with a bunch of Spark clients that's running Chicago. And I'm pumped to meet everyone. Yeah, Just it's definitely let me know. exciting yeah. time of the year. And mm -hmm. yeah, if anyone's listening to this and you guys are running Chicago, like reach out to Coach Lou um, on, on the socials. Uh, let them know that you'll be in town. I'm sure Lou is going to do some type of, you know, shakeout run day or two before uh, the race. And yeah, he would love to connect with you guys and thank you for introducing yourself i just take it for granted now that you've been <laughs> on the show so much that i just like skipped the whole intro part uh but if you are new to our audience yeah mm -hmm. coach lou is our our definite um you know marathon uh you know extraordinaire um or really <laughs> fast running extraordinaire um on our team and you know we definitely give him the runners that are looking to bq um, or, you know, if you're around that three hour or sub three hour mark, um, I'm going to put you with coach Lou, um, on our team. He does such a wonderful job, uh, with all the clients in our coaching program. So thank you for all you do, uh, for our community and, you know, you, you've done so much. And I guess I, I also, you mentioned marathon training. So I also need to mention that our latest Spark Healthy Runner resource has been created, our marathon training guide 
for beginner and advanced runners with longevity in mind. Um, and I know you've definitely contributed to the advanced marathon portion of, uh, you know, this document and this kind of resource. And it's filled with a ton of videos, podcast episodes, trainings to really teach you the principles of marathon mindset, base building, strength training, nutrition, gradual progression, adequate rest and recovery, and a well-rounded training to support your long-term running journey. So you guys can get your download by going to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash marathon, uh, or just click the link in the show notes. But in this episode, Coach Lou and I are going to introduce you to the revolutionary concept of adding a little spice to your training. Not only will it make your runs more exciting, but it will also provide you with numerous training benefits with an elevation in your current running fitness. You know, spices are more than just ingredients for cooking. When added appropriately to your long runs, they possess a powerful property that can enhance your physical performance. Imagine running with increased endurance and stamina. Sounds amazing, mm -hmm. huh? And I'm not talking about the Fury Spice, cayenne pepper, uh, which would add a little extra kick if you sprinkled a little bit of that into your hydration drink while running. Um, I'm just not sure that's the boost you would be looking for. I know oh, for God. me, it would definitely give me heartburn. <laughs> so it'd be like a terrible run for me. But today we are going to introduce you to the innovative techniques such as interval training by incorporating high intensity burst with either tempo, half marathon or marathon paced miles, which help endurance and overall performance for race day. Not only will we discuss the physical aspects, but we'll also dive into the mental and emotional aspects of long distance running with spice. So whether you're a seasoned runner looking for a change or a newer marathon runner looking to hit that PR for your second or third race, this episode is for you. Don't let your long runs become mundane. Embrace the excitement, variety, and flavor that we have in store for you. Get ready to spice up your running routine and take your long runs to the next level. Without further ado, Coach Lou, let's embark on a journey to transform the long runs for our listeners with a touch of spice. So let's, do it. let's get right into it. Yeah. So what are long run workouts or long runs with spice and how does that differ from like what we talked about in a previous episode with coach Whitney of kind of the standard long run. Yes. Standard long run, as you see in many, many online training plan, you just say, for example, 12 miles, 16 miles, there's no specific target, how you're going to run it. So just complete it. That's done. However, the long run spice, you spice things up. It's not just doing it that just not just to finish it. You want to do it in a specific way that can challenge you, your aerobic system and can challenge your endurance system. And that's usually for people who's ready to run, go for faster and the distance is not a problem for them and just they are ready to go for faster runs um it, you typically start with an easy run in the beginning 
and then go harder towards the end. So it's you don't spice things up right at the beginning. You kind of cool warm up, and then you spice things up. For example, uh, sixteen miles long run spice. You you can have half so eight miles easy, and then you have this spice. Four miles marathon pace, and then two miles recovery, and one mile tempo run, and one mile recovery. So you see that it, you have really long, long, long recovery or easy run, and then you get something hard, and at the end it gets really harder. So you are when you're doing speed, you are running on your not so fresh legs. But then you learn to run faster on the not so fresh legs. So that's a typical long run spice. Of course, there are many, many different types which we'll, we will cover. But in general, it's something that's harder towards the second half or later half of the run and as a part of a long run, as a workout, not just to finish it. All right. So just like my shirt says, carbs give me spark. Yeah. These long runs with spice give me a little spark as well. And just to kind of reiterate there, we're not just doing the same pace. You're not going at the same pace for this long run where it's just like you're just slugging along, you know, at you should be at your easy pace, right? Like working maybe zone two, maybe of, you know, your heart rate or maybe getting to zone three. Um, and when we add this kind of specific long run workout, we'll call it. Um, mm -hmm. where you'll see that often used online. We just love like long run with spice. Lou, that was always what he said. So that's what I started using uh, once we injected some of these, uh, you know, marathon paced runs um, or different paces into these long runs. But we do want to kind of spice it up toward the end when our legs are starting to get fatigued. So this isn't just for that person who's like, you know what, I got this like big goal to run Chicago this year. I got in the lottery and this is going to be like my first marathon. Like this is not who should be doing this, right? If it's like their first time doing these types of long runs and doing a specific distance, whether it's 16 miles, 18 miles, 20 miles, right? Like that's not who we're talking about. Um, you know, usually not the first time marathoners. However, if it is a very well-accomplished half marathoner who is used to doing these types of runs, um, then they could, you know, benefit from this type of training. Um, but it is more for, you know, this kind of, we're going to use, you know, loose air quotes here, advanced half marathon marathon runners who are really looking to improve that time, be a little bit more competitive, get that PR. They're maybe stuck at this plateau in their running fitness journey and they're looking to like break through that plateau and then i would also say is you know the physical therapist in me is going to say you know this is not for the injured runner right so if you're currently running through some achilles pain or you're currently running through some it band pain um this would not be like the type of run to add into your training at this point if you're starting to feel some of these um you know injuries, we'll call them, um, you know, during your training, right? So you, you got to make sure you're kind of healthy and, you know, you're not limited in your running due to a current injury. 
I wanted to take a quick pause from this episode to talk about a topic that I am extremely passionate about, and that is strength training in order to run so we can improve our performance by running faster or running longer. And we can also prevent the all too common stubborn running related injuries when we do the strength training. So do you want to know how I get in my strength training, how I remain focused for my gym sessions, and how I'm able to recover after the hard marathon specific training that I've been working on? I've been using Amino Company's product Perform for over two years now as a truly healthy pre-workout as opposed to some of those crazy, highly caffeinated drinks that you're going to see out there that just give you jitters and then you wind up crashing. Perform is an essential amino acid-based formulation that I simply add to water, I throw it in my shaker bottle, and I have it 30 minutes before a run or a gym workout. It tastes great and is extremely easy on your stomach. Perform helps improve mental focus, peak strength, endurance, reduces fatigue, and increases muscle protein synthesis so you can recover faster from your runs or your strength sessions. And I'm not just saying that from like an N is one, my personal experience. I actually brought on one of the leaders in amino acid research, Dr. Robert Wolf on the show back in episode 92 of the podcast. If you want a deep dive on the effects, the literature, tune in, listen to my chat with Dr. Wolf. You'll be as impressed as I was. And I wanted to make sure that I was putting something that was actually healthy into my body. And so I checked out the real research and the science on this product. And since you are a part of our Healthy Runner community, you can save 30% off by using the code Healthy Runner. Just head to aminoco.com forward slash Healthy Runner. You have to use the special link I put in the show notes to get your 30% off and use the code Healthy Runner. Now go ahead and give Perform a try. I know you're going to love it just as much as I have. Now let's get back into this episode. What are the actual benefits of these long run workouts or why should, you know, we incorporate these types of runs into our training? Well, these long runs are harder, so they definitely push to a higher level of endurance fitness and safely. And it also mimic the race condition that your legs is are tired and you probably burn up your mental power as well. But then you speed up later in the run. So you are not starting from fresh legs. You are, you work pretty hard and then you pick up the pace. And the third advantage is it helps with your pacing because all, all the speed work are towards the end or in the later part of the run, you cannot start too fast. If you start too fast, getting too spicy there, then you have stomachache, then you have to stop. So these are all helpful. Yes, the obvious health advantage is that it pushed the workout harder. So that makes the long run harder than the normal long run. And, and that mimics the race condition, but it also has the 
mental advantage that it it give you some idea that oh you are working your legs are not fresh it's getting hard but then you keep going getting harder and harder and getting faster not just giving up all right. Patience so yeah, yeah. So what you mentioned there is physically, it's mm-hmm. gonna actually provide us more stimulus, right, to like improve our stamina and endurance, and be able to hold a yeah. longer or a faster running speed or pace mm-hmm. for like a longer duration. Kind of like what Coach Cat and I talked about in like the tempo run episode. Um, with the purpose of like those tempo runs, but now we're injecting some of this faster running in the long run. So from a physical standpoint, and like you said, it is increasing the demands of, you know, making this at a higher level. Yes. And then from what I'm hearing from you is just mentally, you know, Mm -hmm. for us to be able to complete these types of runs Mm -hmm. can really help us from like a, just a mindset standpoint. And, and really provide that extra like boost to your confidence before mm-hmm. your race that, hey, like I am going to be able to run at this goal pace. Because like we've talked about many times on the show, Lou, is, you know, mm-hmm. we don't actually run usually at the, we never really run the distance at the pace that we want to do at a race because then that would be racing racing. in training, (laughs) right? Right? (laughs) And we never want, we always want to peak in our fitness right before our race, you know, recover a little bit, have a little taper. So now your legs are fresh and then you put it all out there on the course. Um, So these runs, I know these have been extremely helpful for me in my training is just Mm -hmm. to provide like, hey, this was like a really hard run. I was able to overcome this. My legs weren't feeling the freshest. And most of us are running our long runs like the end of our training week, right? So you've already run, you know, most of your weekly mileage if you're running your long runs on the weekends, you know, that that you do for the week. And now your legs are, you know, they're not feeling fresh, right? And then when you can complete a workout where you're doing this, you know, double digit long run with some faster paced miles in it, it could be like such a huge confidence boost for you heading into your marathon. And I just want to reiterate the point that you made before, Lou, because I'm sure mm-hmm. it just like flew over the people's heads where you mentioned, and when we get into you know the specifics of how we actually add these, but you mm-hmm. mentioned it's the second half of yes. the run as opposed to the first half, because right. there's so many runners out there, right? That we start working with in our program that are running our runs too fast. And it's going to be so much more beneficial for you to mm-hmm. actually keep the long run in the beginning in check, you know, in the easy zone, and then add these faster pace miles or minutes if you're doing time-based training mm-hmm. later on in the long run. And versus, you know, just trying to run the whole thing at like a slightly faster pace than your easy pace, right? This is going to help you more from a physical standpoint and actually make more endurance fitness gains. But then mentally too, it really helps you when, you know, you're in those, you know, the second half of the long run and you're Mm -hmm. able to complete some like faster paced, um, you know, miles as well. And I think you, you kind of alluded to the fact that mm-hmm. not starting too fast also helps us with like our pacing strategy that we're going to use for race day. Is that what you were referring to? It does. It kind of practices the rhythm. 
it slow 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 going high 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 and then really high and then go down and yeah. one thing i want to add is that since long run is the the run that's most similar to your actual race this kind of long run with spice make it even more similar to the actual race it's because on the race day you are not just well because the target right the race day you are not just to finish it you want to run fast so if you include this fast miles in your long run that make it more closer to the race condition and that helps with both mentally and physically nice so we're kind of mimicking some of what we're going to feel on race day without actually like racing right in training gotcha all right not allowed at all that's a (laughs) no-no so so when is the best time like when should we add in these long run workouts or you know when is the best time to really add these spicy workouts into our training apparently you don't start from the you don't do that in the first ever run in your training cycle usually it's just before the peak weeks because as you build up the mileage you want to hit the mileage first and then add some spice if you usually we start in you don't we are not supposed to keep a really high training intensity throughout the year because that risk injury so usually you start some really hard training there's always a period there's the training cycle in the beginning of cycle you start with easy runs more lifting and you build up mileage as well so long run are shorter mileage are shorter and the training intensity are easier too and then as you progress the mileage get longer intensity get harder and towards towards the peak but before that your long run gets pretty long let's say for marathon 16 14 16 miles for half marathon you get to 8 10 miles that's the time you your long run is pretty decent if you you can start to think of adding the spice and we always start with adding a little spice instead of getting super spicy so you, but, you add like a little like cinnamon, maybe some nutmeg before you like add the cayenne pepper is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> like how you train yourself to, to eat spicy food, right? <laughs> All right. Um, so that makes sense. Like hopefully this is making sense for you guys in that we're injecting maybe a little bit um, in the beginning, middle portion of your training cycle, whether it's a half marathon build, a marathon build, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe short bursts of just injecting a little bit of leg turnover, essentially, I, I like to call it, um, as opposed to really doing any, you know, significant miles in that zone, um, and which can just like spice up your long run, you know, just for the boredom aspect, right? Like, just mm-hmm. to not be bored and just to get the legs turning over a little bit. But really where we're doing any length of time that you're going to get into this specific structure, we're going to save that more to, you know, the the middle portion and when we're peaking in mm-hmm. our fitness. And then the other thing that I heard from you, Lou, is that 
you like to make sure that that person can cover the distance. So let's take the marathon, for example, they've run 14 mile long run Mm -hmm. first. And then maybe the next week you would program a 14 mile long run. That's a little spicy, right? Mm -hmm. Where you add some of these miles in or the same thing for a 16, right? Or an 18. I hope you are enjoying this episode and it is providing value for you. I wanted to take a brief moment to share a story of a real runner like you who is struggling with a common problem that you may be facing. Here is one of our athletes who got the guidance, support, and accountability from our Healthy Runner coaching team to get clarity and structure on the six steps to growing as a runner with personalized strength, nutrition, and run plans. I hope their story inspires you that there is hope to either get over your running injury or to continue getting faster or running longer so you can continue to get in those mental clearing miles and enjoy your running journey again. Here is their inspiring story. Hey everyone. So I just wanted to jump on here and talk about uh, my experience working with Dwayne and his team for Healthy Runner Coaching. Um, So about the time... Uh, the COVID pandemic. I was running kind of casually every once in a while, um, but after my classes at the gym got canceled, I decided, hey, like this is the perfect time to get back into running. And uh, I just, you know, kind of ramped up on my own and it it went okay, um, but I had some injuries starting to creep in. Um, I got IT band syndrome, um, which is actually how I came across Dwayne and his podcast. Um, I found an episode where he was talking about IT band syndrome and he recommended some exercises um, that I started utilizing right away. And within a few weeks, um, it was totally better. And I was on my way again, training. Um, and I trained and ran a 10K. And then I was... Um, gonna do a half marathon four weeks after that and uh it was kind of a, qu- a quick ramp up for me having you know not run those distances um really ever <laughs> never gotten into longer longer distances before I did cross country in high school but just had never gotten to that level but um and I decided to buy new shoes and then immediately do my first 10 mile run in them. And I ended up with um, a lot of foot pain and, you know, Dwayne's podcast had helped me before and I decided to reach out to Dwayne for help because at that point I just wasn't sure, like I've got this race in like two weeks, am I even gonna be able to run it? Um, So I met with Dwayne and he helped me out and I had a great race. Um, and then after that, decided to do coaching, um, and I did half marathon tra- training with with Dwayne, um, and then kept going, and also did half marathon and marathon training with Coach Lou, um, and it was really fantastic for me, um, just as a really busy person, having someone else put together the plan and also the resources if I start to have any pain or injuries start to creep in. Um, like having, having that strength plan was definitely 
really helpful for me. Um, and I just ran a half marathon a few weeks ago, which was really similar to the half marathon that I ran right after meeting Dwayne for the first time that I had trained for basically on my own. Um, and it was about seven minutes faster than that one. Um, and so I've, I've seen huge improvements working with Dwayne and his team and honestly just had a really great experience. I hope sharing that story inspired you and provided you some hope. If you want the one-on-one -on -one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team of experts, check out the behind-the-scenes video tour of our signature coaching program you just heard about, including other stories from runners who are just like you and were struggling with the same sticking points before they signed up for our program. Just head to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com to learn more and book your strategy call with me today. Now let's get back into this episode. So yeah, let's talk about how we can incorporate these types of runs into our training. Maybe you can provide us with like three types of long run variations mm -hmm. um, that, you know, would be like typical that you would program for a runner, maybe perhaps starting with like the most basic or like entry level um, to some spicy long runs and then progressing to, you know, more in a, of an example of an advanced programming, uh, you would give an athlete. Sure. That there are so many, so many possibilities depending on where you training are and what you fitness are and your mileage and the runner and injury history a lot. But let's take something really general. Let's take this example. It's 16 mile runs. If you're a beginner, just do the easy run to keep it easy. If you're a beginner, you just want to finish it, then do it easy. That point is not to get injured. So don't add any spice, no spice. Then if you're advanced beginner that maybe you have done one or two marathons or you have done some, a few half marathons and really strong half marathons and you've done a lot of consistent mileage. So then you can add some spice. What I usually start is, for example, that's 16 miles. You start with 12 miles easy, two miles at marathon pace, and two miles recovery. Two miles marathon pace is not going to break you, but it's pretty hard. It's a pretty hard workout that just give your body a little bit feeling of the how the marathon pace is, and it's really late towards the run, so that you you don't kill yourself if you do the whole marathon pace. You do you do a long, 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 long warm up first, and you're confident you can finish it. And that's towards the end. You feel strong. You want to test how you feel if you run some fast miles, and you might at two marathon pace there, and then with recovery. So 12 easy. Okay. So for that example, Lou, so you're saying like the first introduction mm -hmm. to this adding spice for that yes. advanced beginner, we'll say marathoner, mm -hmm. you would give them like a 16 mile, um, long run. Maybe you'd have them do what? 12 miles, yes. um, at their easy pace. And then you'd give them like two miles at yeah. their goal marathon pace based upon their current fitness level. 
right? Hopefully the mm-hmm. whole marathon pace is accurate to what their current fitness level is. Yes. And then we got two more left. So then there would be like two easy miles at the end. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. And these two easy miles may end up a little faster than the first 12 miles. But that's good because you once the body, after running that two miles at marathon pace, you'll activate the, the body's muscle memory and it will become a little more efficient so that you don't finish super slow, but still at an easy zone for recovery. Right. And it's not as critical on these long runs, mm-hmm. I would say, to to run the last part of the long run at a slow pace, right? It's most critical in the beginning yes. and practicing like that fast finish air quotes I'm using right now yes. um, could be a, a nice strategy as long as you're feeling good, obviously, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't want you pushing to, you know, nine out of 10 uh, RPE or race effort, right? In the end of a long run. But I would agree with that, Lou, that mm-hmm. I, I would tend to be okay with running those last two miles at the easy pace at the higher end of like the mm-hmm. easy zone versus yes. like the lower end. Okay. All right. So that's like the first example. So then what would you say for like someone who's a little bit more advanced from that, maybe like an intermediate uh, marathon runner? Either intermediate or uh, a more advanced runner, but just in the really beginning of the training phase. Okay. So let's, let's in general call that intermediate. There's a, there are a few things you can do. One, one way is still doing the marathon pace, but make it longer and make more reps. So six miles easy plus two sets of three miles marathon pace followed by, followed by two miles easy. So two times three point three point plus two is five, two times five, 10, 10 plus six, 16. So that's two reps of three miles marathon pace and two miles easy. Why I chose three miles? Because three miles is about 5K. And for people who's in this advanced category, running a 5K at marathon pace is pretty doable. And mentally it feels like, oh, it just 5K at a marathon pace. That will feel, that feels way easier than an actual 5K. So you can do that. And two miles recovery, that's, definitely more than enough for you to get back to it and then hit it harder for the next time the rep repetitions and if you count that this whole long run there are six miles at the marathon pace but because they're spread out it's considered mid intermediate because it's not too hard it doesn't break you so I this see. is the one part mm-hmm. i mean so this you're is doing this that like 5k or three miles at marathon pace and you're repeating that two times and we yes. did say this earlier in your bio that uh your full-time job is a computational chemist so you see how like quick lou was with the numbers there um he was spitting out numbers i don't know if you guys follow that but that was definitely i couldn't follow that fast um so we're really doing repeat Mm-hmm. three miles at marathon pace mm-hmm. after a, what was the warm up? Did you use in that example? Six miles warm up. Six miles warm up. So six miles, easy pace, warm up. You're in control, keeping mm-hmm. your heart rate in check. Everything's feeling easy. 
you're already starting to, you know, take your fluids in, right. You're taking, you definitely taking a gel by now. Um, and now you're like, okay, I'm ready to like work at my marathon pace, the pace that I'm going to be going for my race. And I'm just going to do this for three miles. And you're, yes. you're keeping your mind focused on th- only that three miles mm-hmm. and you're running that at marathon pace and then you're recovering. How long is the recovery? Are you using one uh, mile in between there for easy? For this case, I use two miles ma- okay. recovery because it's more for the beginner, intermediate, advanced beginner. Example. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So two miles to really recover. And then mm-hmm. you're going to go for another three at marathon yes. pace. And yeah. then there was two on the back end. Yes. So that's right. it. All right. So there we go. So there's my slow math right there, right? That's six easy, three at marathon pace, two easy, three at mm-hmm. marathon pace, and then two easy again. Okay. Yes. We just need to slow it down a little bit for Dwayne here. I'm not the numbers <laughs> guy. My wife's the accountant. Um, so gotcha. And the other thing, Lou, that I love about these runs mm-hmm. is for me, man, these fly by so much more because it really... And I, I think it's such a great thing to practice, right? For mm-hmm. like, because we talk about the race strategy is breaking it into different sections or parts and really focusing yes. only on those miles that you're in. And for here, this really gets me to lock in at like, okay, I'm running three miles at mm-hmm. this marathon pace. Like, Dwayne, that's all you need to focus on right now. Let's, you know, check in every once in a while to make sure I'm in my marathon pace and my watch, but mm-hmm. I'm just like focusing on that. And then, you know, you recover and you're like, all right, let me do that again. Like you're not thinking about 16 miles. Wow. This number's so big, man, this is going to take me, you know, two plus hours, whatever, close to three, whatever your pace is that you're running. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just makes it so much more digestible. I think from like a mental standpoint, uh, at least for me. And I know I have clients that say the same thing. Yes. Helps. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. Okay. So then what would be like an example of someone who is a step up from that fitness level? There are different directions you can go from now. So either make it harder into the tempo runs or for someone who's at a higher fitness, you may reduce the recovery. We said that's two miles recovery for now, but then you can reduce that to one hour recovery and still keep three miles marathon pace. And you can also add repeats other than two reps. You can add three reps. So that's a uh, next level. This is one way of going longer marathon pace direction. Usually it's for people who's running faster marathon pace because in, in the end it's a time in the spend in that zone. So for people who's running faster marathon pace, it, this is end up more marathon miles, but the time wise is pretty similar to the one we mentioned before. So this is one way to make it longer. The, the other way is a different workout, but make it more intense, which is tempo run. Tempo run coach cat has an episode. It's really important. So I'll leave the details to that episode. But here is that instead of this long marathon pace run, you do tempo runs in that long run. 
And this is not a tempo workout, so you don't do the whole long, long tempo altogether. What I usually do is that I do this tempo cruise. For example, one mile tempo run followed by one minute jog and then repeat. So let's get back to the 16 miles example again. You start with 12 miles easy and then one mile tempo run. Then followed by one mile, uh, sorry, one minute recovery. And then you repeat that three times. That's then, then finished by one mile easy. So that's a pretty hard run and it targets in it's the target is different. The other ones keep long, running longer marathon pace. This one's target on getting your boost to get the finished kick. It's more it's more similar to the mile twenty mile twenty in the marathon because you are really tired at that time. That marathon pace quote quote marathon pace at that time will if you keep the same number it may feel more like a tempo effort at that time. So this is this one have target on different stuff, but it's it has its own use. And I say it's a step high, slightly harder than the one we had. Okay, so if someone is kind of new to the pieces, just to kind of um, mm -hmm. you know recap there, what Coach Lou is talking about, there are two ways we can go about this is either extending out the marathon paced miles from our example mm -hmm. before we use three miles or mm -hmm. decreasing the recovery between mm -hmm. right or increasing the intervals we could do three by three miles um yeah. in that like example that we just used or right. we can actually add in even faster paced running which is at this tempo pace or threshold mm -hmm. pace that we call it so now we're actually running faster but we're doing it for smaller chunks, for smaller bites with yes. like that cruise, that one minute, just slight, slight recovery, just so you don't like totally, you know, go into the nine, 10 category of effort level. Um, but it really gets those legs turning over quicker. Definitely a harder run because you're running faster when you're more mm -hmm. tired, even though you're not holding it for as many miles. Right. Um, so definitely different like intention and goal, um, trying to get more leg turnover, right? Mm -hmm. Like give you that like extra kick at the end. And I would say probably like those types of runs, you know, when we're looking at the whole marathon training cycle for someone who is an advanced marathoner, we probably don't want to do those types of runs like every week in training, right? No, no, no. Those are too hard. That's that's a really great point. Even for advanced marathon runners, you don't have these spice every week. It's just too much. You every once in a while have a regular long run, just easy pace, and every once in a while then you add the spice. But not every week. You need some recover in between. Yeah. So recovery is super important guys. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I think that's a great example. Um, they gave him really two examples for kind of the advanced, um, case to like add these long runs with spice. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I also want everyone to, you know, think about if your goal is the marathon, right. 
mm-hmm. kind of as you get closer to that race, locking in on more of that marathon pace is going to yes. be a little bit more beneficial for you versus injecting in a bunch of tempo miles and a bunch of half marathon paced miles um, mm-hmm. into this long run. So that's what we tend to do as you go on in the training is to add more of that, you know, marathon paced miles, but make sure also that you're not mm-hmm. doing the whole run at marathon pace. Cause again, then we're getting close to racing and training. Um, mm-hmm. I know it might seem like counterintuitive to most of you, but I know there are some people out there that are still, you know, running their daily, weekly you know, quote unquote, easy runs at their marathon pace. Cause they're like, Hey, my goal is to run an eight thirty. My goal is to run a nine minute pace for my marathon. So I need to lock in on that nine minute pace during training. And, mm-hmm. um, that's not the, the goal. Remember we want this, um, you know, you want to have this big differential in your paces and that's where like the magic happens is making sure that we have this Hard days hard. So these long runs with spice are hard. And then you're keeping your easy days easy. So like Mm -hmm. Coach Lou said that we can recover from this type of training, which Mm -hmm. is super important. And you don't need to run all of your runs at your goal marathon pace in order to run that pace during your race. And I think that's something that we're going to probably continually need Mm -hmm. to say Um, But the polarization in your training is key and in your pieces. Uh, So, yeah, this is definitely um, super helpful. Any anything you want to add to those examples or any of those points there, coach? I can add examples for oh, the one you just mentioned. That's super important that if if you run every run at marathon pace, then your marathon pace just cannot get faster because there's some limit. And I have been there. I believe you have been there. And it's all the beginner runners. It's so such a common problem. We run things too fast. We our goal, we thought that just run the marathon pace and then see how long you can hold. And by training on the race day, you may be able to hold 26.2 miles, which Maybe fine, but you either tire yourself out or you risk injury or you reach, reach a limit that you just can't push to your potential. By the polarized training you do, why we slow down, it sounds counterintuitive, why we slow down the easy runs? Just because you can recover enough for the hard runs, then you can push harder in the hard runs. And on, on average, your recovery enough and the bodies still have some like stimulus stimulus for the hard runs to prepare for the race day and you go all out only on the race race day because after a really all out run you need to take a break afterwards that's really a hard all out run if you do that in your training you can't imagine take a week off every week that's crazy so that's why we don't do a hundred percent in our training yeah thank you for that uh clarification um such an important concept guys uh this is gold that coach lou is sharing with you here um is there anything 
else that you wanted to share about long runs with spice that we didn't cover today? Mm-hmm. I guess we can cover a little bit about the advanced, super advanced long run spice. And go for it. You have done that before. It's a 16 miles or 18 mile run. And that's really for people who's ready to push a PR or BQ or something really hard. You can have up to 10 miles marathon pace in your long run, nonstop, 10, 10 miles. Or you can make it nine miles marathon pace with one mile tempo at the end. So you'll be super, super tired, but then you push a little harder at the end. And then, of course, a little recovery at the end. So, for example, 16 miles, we have this example, six, five miles easy, nine miles at marathon pace, one mile at tempo, and then one mile at easy pace. So that you can be your peak run. Um, and that's really hard. Or even more advanced, people have this tune-up race. So replace that, replace that, intermediate miles with an actual half marathon. For example, if you're training for marathon, so you 60 miles again, half marathons, 30 miles, you do two miles, two miles easy, and then you run that half marathon, either at marathon pace or go all out, then one mile recovery. So this one is going to be super spicy. And that's only for super advanced runners because for if if not, then you cannot recover in time. That will risk your training. So so all of these are like the peak of your runs, and that usually happens between three to five weeks or two to five weeks before your actual marathon. So that's the actual right. Yeah, no, thank you for bringing that up, and I think it's such an important point that you make as far as the recovery. And as you say, Lou, it's part of the training. And that's why recovery is one of our six steps to how we grow as runners, is making sure we are taking recovery into account. So Mm -hmm. I think you bring up a great point about doing a tune-up half marathon for marathon training. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think a lot of runners do this. And I, I think, you know, everyone needs to question and how they design that. Are they being guided by a coach? Um, because as Lou just mentioned, there are a lot of variables that go into that in how you program that. What is the effort level for that half marathon? If you're going all out trying to get a half marathon PR during your marathon peak build, then you're going to have to make sure you significantly modify the following week for yeah. recovery. Right. And so just keep that in mind. I think you have a great point. And I think it's a, it's a, you know, reason why a lot of people almost feel flat going into their marathon or possibly get injured. Right. So just think about the load that we're adding to our bodies and these stresses. You know, the key is adding the right amount of stress and load without going overboard. Right. And going down to the, uh, you know, the breaking down uh, type of cycle. So just to uh, recap, guys, what we really covered today and what you learned about these long runs with Spice is, you know, Coach Lou covered like what are long run workouts or these long runs with Spice? Who should consider these long run workouts? So you first time marathoners, 
you should not be implementing anything that we talked about today. It's good to know now. I like that you're learning. Learn, digest it, and say, okay, if I do everything I should be doing for where you are in your running journey, then you'll eventually get to these, right? We talked about what are the benefits of long run workouts, you know, why we should incorporate these and the physical, the mental benefits we talked about. Um, we talked about when you should be adding these in throughout your training cycle. And then, you know, different types of examples. Lou gave us some great examples of like a beginner, um, intermediate, advanced, then even advanced plus we kind of got to. Uh, that was like the little bonus that we weren't planning on uh, chatting about today. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode in which we guided you through really various ways to inject some freshness and excitement into your long uh, distance runs. So don't let your long runs be boring anymore. Spice them up and transform your running fitness and routine. Your body will thank you for it. And if you're wondering how to specifically structure these out for your unique circumstances and time constraints in a safe manner so you don't get injured, that's exactly what Coach Lou and our team uh, within our Healthy Runner kind of uh, coaching program really specialize in designing. We provide you the structured run plan, strength training for running, proper mindset, nutrition, and recovery that Lou talked about today with full support from our Healthy Runner coaching team um, and accountability. And if you want to learn more about that, just simply click the link in the show notes um, or just go to sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching, um, learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Uh, dot com forward slash coaching. And don't forget to download your free marathon training blueprint for those training for the marathon. We gave a lot of great marathon examples. Um, you can get a lot more within that blueprint. Click the link in the show notes. And uh, Coach Lou, you know, as always, thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, to come on and educate our community about this fun-filled long run with spice topic. Let's do it. I'm so happy to be here. I'm here to ask, to answer questions and yeah, let's spice things up. Yeah. So get all of Coach Lou's uh, contact info in the show notes, uh, reach out, send him any questions. He is just a wealth of knowledge. Um, and thank you for listening to this episode, whether you're listening during a run uh, or in your car on the podcast, or if you're watching the video version on the Spark Healthy Runner YouTube channel. Um, if you enjoyed it, please copy the link and share it with a runner you know who is stuck in their long run uh, journey and needs a little spark or add some spice. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our Spark Healthy Runner YouTube channel or the Healthy Runner podcast for more exciting running tips and tricks. Happy running. And as always, let's maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and let's just keep on running. Until next time. Thank you as always for listening to the Healthy Runner Podcast where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. If you found this content valuable, here's five ways we can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of my Spark Blueprint at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Two, follow my Instagram page at sparkhealthyrunner. Three, Join my free group by searching Healthy Runner on Facebook. Four, subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Spark Healthy Runner. 
five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more experts in the running field and bring those lessons back to you here. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcast or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner so you can maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and just keep running. Lastly, if you've been struggling with the constant injury cycle, not eating the right foods for running, or not getting faster as a runner, and you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner, head to sparkhealthyrunner.com to apply for a one-on-one signature coaching program. Thank you again. I mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening and sharing this podcast with a running friend who can use the help. Now go and crush your run today. See you next week.